With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services. Conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. The Utah Jazz headed east, and the first two nights of the trip were complete domination. Driving to the basket is Bryant, eradicated by Gobert at the window. He grabs it out of the air, stares at Bryant, now outlets to O'Neal. Right side to Rubio, off a Gobert pick, rises and fires for a mid-range two and hits. This is a rout. Kicks to Tabo, rotates, Grayson Allen for number 20, got it! And the Jazz have hit 23s tonight, tying a franchise record. But in Atlanta, on the back end of a back-to-back, they ran into a young team flying high. Young coming with a left-hand dribble. Into Gobert, snatches out. Rubio stays tethered. Young turns the corner, flips it up. And in, plus the foul! Oh, the crafty Trey Young! Rubio caught surprise, fouled him, and the Hawks lead at 111-110. Now, the Jazz look to finish the trip in Chicago where some of their greatest games ever were played. But tonight, a simple W is all that's on the agenda. Lob to Lynn, Gobert goes up with it, knocks it away. Ingles on the run, gives a bounce pass to Donovan, he got another one! Oh, Spider, don't do me like that! From the United Center in downtown Chicago, it's the Jazz and the Bulls. Tip-off is now. David, I want to see if Rudy Gobert can handle that little baby hook that Robin Lopez just puts on everyone. He gets deep, and it's an awkward low-to-the-floor hook shot. I want Rudy Gobert to block that shot at least once. You're all you're all fired up about this pregame. You want that baby hook blocked. I Here's do. Chris Dunn. He's their point guard out of Illinois. Hands to Mark and their best player. Inside to Lopez. There's the baby hook. Look goes up with Gobert, goes up with it, forced him to miss, but doesn't block it. And the rebound comes down to Rubio. Ricky Rubio in the front court. Can the Jazz play? Jazz basketball, move it, get everybody involved, non-selfish possessions. That'll be the key tonight. Rubio rises and fires from the free throw line and misses. He's been struggling poorly on his mid-range shots recently. And the first possession, they went underneath the screen. Markinen driving it. Gobert gets to the basket, misses. Tip followed by Markinen. No. Favors tips it out to Ingles, who comes to the front court with his right fingers taped yet again. Top to Gobert, wearing bandages on each knee as he flings to... Donovan, bright orange shoes tonight with the white leggings and a baseball pass to Rubio. Quick movement to Ingles. 4-3, a little long, but great ball movement by the Jazz. Bulls are in a shell defense where they really try to protect the paint. Chris Dunn, 6'4", 210-pound point guard is their secondary scorer. Harrison will play with the ball. He gives it off to Lopez. Lopez hands to Blakely. Blakely fires the jumper and hits. Blakely out of LSU is not much of an offensive player. But they'll need him to be tonight. Donovan at the top. Left side Ingles. Gobert sets the pick. Ingles gets a look. It pops out. Joe's been brilliant on this road trip. It misses his first two. His favors tips it out to Rubio. Rubio breaks at the 45 all the way to the window. An early layup for Ricky Rubio. Boy, that opened up just like they were afraid to go after him. Afraid of Rudy 
with the roll. I mean, that's the effect that Rudy has with Rubio getting to the basket. Right elbow, Robin Lopez played his college ball with his twin brother, Brooke, at Stanford. Back out to Dunn, was not a good three-point shooter until this year he's been average. Works in the lane, puts up a floater, no. Lopez slides behind Gobert, taps it, no good. Back out to Donovan, who gains the rebound and swings left side to Rubio. Ball fakes, crosses over, reverse layup. Good, Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. Dunn will come to the front court with the dribbles. The Jazz with an early 4-2 lead. Ricky has all four. Dunn goes away from the pick to a baseline mid-range jumper. No good. Bulls take the fewest amount of threes since Jim Boylan's taken over. 27th in league offensively. Gobert on the roll to the rack, stripped away and stolen. Ball into the front court, picked up by Markkinen. Markkinen going to the rack with an easy layup, and he got it. Harrison, who is one of the steals leaders per minutes played in the league, is the one guarding Rubio to start. Rubio works in the paint, gets cut off by Markkinen, top to Favors. Swings right side to Joe. Ingles with it, guarded by Blakeney. Into the post, it's Favors on a much smaller defender. Four-foot jump hook from the baselines up and in. So you switch, and that's how you take advantage, is if you send the baby down to the... Block and beat him up a little bit. There's two things the Jazz should take advantage of tonight. That particular play when you switch and the fact that they go underneath screens. Markkinen with a contested three from Favors. No good. Markkinen is a good three-point shooter. Very versatile stretch floor out of Arizona. And Donovan works to the front court and is fouled. Markkinen is probably their primary piece for the future. Markkinen averaging 44% shooting, 37% from three, and... 87% for the free throw line. Yeah, had a great year last year, and as, as you mentioned, he's having a good year this way, nice this year as well. Nice jump this year. He yeah. went from 15 points to 19 points, seven rebounds to nine. Joe Ingles driving, left-hand floater up and in with ease. And it's an 8-4 to four advantage for the Jazz with 8.22 left here in the first quarter. Chris Dunn working under Lopez pick. Jazz go under, Dunn. Gives it down to Lopez. He works that little hook shot to the basket and scores it. Robin Lopez has had some big scoring nights recently. It's not really what he does, but against Phoenix, he went and beat them up a little bit. According to the newspapers, they think he's made the biggest impact on marketing this year. Interesting. Left-hand dribble for Joe. Hands it off to Ingles. Cut off by Lopez. Takes a left-hand shot from five feet out. Misses badly. Gets his own rebound, but he didn't hit any rim. So five's on the clock. Give it to Donovan with three. Ball fakes Harrison. Pulls into a three. Switches for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. 11-6. Quinn Snyder yells out, good play, Don. Driving the baseline. Bouncing it to Blakeney. Gets in the lane. Scores it. Harrison with the assist. Blakeney with two points. Excuse me, the four points. Two field goals. Rubio driving, Derek Favors, quick slam dunk, Jim Boylan pops off the bench with an immediate timeout, clapping his hands with his blue suit and his brown shoes, wanting to get the attention of his guys. Boylan, part of the show in Chicago, timeout on the floor, 13-8 Jazz with the early advantage on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash, the Chicago Bulls. To me, Utah plays like a team from the 90s, uh, dominant center, 
and they execute in the half court. Uh, they're not a high-paced team. They have physical defenders, and uh, they play the right way. The ball moves. Quinn Snyder. I think people see Jay and his strength. You see Fave and his strength. Rudy is physical in a different way. His, his, his length. Joe Ingles probably isn't blasting someone, um, but he's big. Same thing, a little bit like Rudy. Uh, Ricky has good size. Quinn Snyder explaining what he thinks that Jim Boylan meant by saying this team's a physical tough team there in our new skin jazz sound flash. Lightning taking advantage of the injuries to get him another shot off. Curls into the lane, fades back for a 12-footer, misses and Gobert snares the rebound. Utah leads at 13-8. New skin proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. Rubio right side. Gobert comes to set a pick. Works to a left-hand dribble into the paint. Lopez comes to him, so Rubio fades back, banks it off the window and in. Ricky Rubio with three field goals, two of them layups here in the early going in the Jazz lead at 15-8. Chris Dunn did a great job of just blowing that play out. I mean, he would not let Donovan go over the top of the screen. Jay Crowder into the game to guard Lloyd Markkinen. Here comes Dunn on the right hand. Jazz going under the picks. Dunn will take a free throw line jumper and miss. That's always been the weakness of his game. his ability to shoot. Royce O'Neal rebounds, kicks Rubio, firing relentlessly tonight, misses the three left side. And the rebound battle for him pulled by Lopez. Rubio three for five, taking five of the Jazz's first 12 shots tonight. Right side, Harrison. Jazz lead it 15 to eight. Pass down low, knocked away by O'Neal, but right to Lopez. Lopez with his ragged hair and his big beard drives, throws up something. I have no idea what it was, but it went high in the air, well away from the rim or the glass. If it was an air ball, it missed by five feet, and the rebound gets tipped out of bounds to the Jazz. It's one of those shots where you're trying to draw the foul. I can't imagine being that bad, David. <laughs> that was My job terrible. is only to describe what happened, Ron. He threw a shot up from the left block behind five, the basket, five feet out. It went end up on the right block eight feet away. Donovan driving, has a step on Dunn, underhand scoop and a score. At the window for Donovan, he's two for two. Chris Dunn to the front court, college Paul Villanova, fifth pick of the draft by the Minnesota Timberwolves, part of the Jimmy Butler trade. Markkinen driving, fading off the glass and scored it all. Beautiful. Markkinen got into the window, the long outstretched nine foot seven reach of Rudy Gobert was there and he was able to fade back on an angle and kiss it off the window. And don't forget, he's a, uh, Markkinen is a seven footer with skill. He is really, he's the modern four. Chris Dunn physically defending Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell goes behind his back to free himself. Steps into a three. Good. Donovan Mitchell with eight points here in the early going. He's had big first quarters throughout this trip. 2010 Utah. Chris Dunn. Dribble handoff to marketing. Crowder stays with him. Rubio comes from behind and steals it. Great anticipation. Two on one break. O'Neal gives it back to Rubio. Leaves for Rudy. Gobert. Boom. Pow. Rudy Gobert. Timeout. Jim Boylan. Head down, left hand on hip. Boylan nodding as his staff comes to him. 22-10, Jazz by 12 on the Jazz Radio Network. The final stop of the Utah Jazz road trip is in Chicago. They look to bounce back from a loss in Atlanta and get back on the winning track. Jazz starting... Very well tonight. Lead it 22 to 10. Shoot around today didn't really happen. Evidently, it was a lot more Quinn Snyder just talking to the guys about who are we going to be for the final portion of the season. 
And so far, the answer is they're going to be pretty good tonight. Rookie Rubio with six, Donovan Mitchell with eight. Right side, Blakeney. Blakeney, a kind of a middle-use player, getting more time tonight. Fires up his fifth shot, of the, fourth shot of the night, and hits again. Archie Dianarcano from Villanova now in the game as well. He's had a nice year. High pick and roll, Donovan. They double-team him. He splits it, kicks to the corner. Crowder's wide open for his first attempt of the night. It's no good. Ron Boone says the first attempt never goes for Jay, and then they start hitting. Archie Dianarcano driving, twirling around, flares it out to Markkinen. Catch and shoot three with Jay all over him. No good. Rebound Donovan. Kyle Korver's in the game. Donovan's at the point guard with Royce O'Neal, Kyle Korver, Rudy Gobert, and Jay Crowder. Double stagger, kicks to Crowder, unguarded. He penetrates, gives to Gobert, ball fakes Felicio, gets a lot of contact, can't finish it, but he'll get two free throws. The dunking machine that is Rudy Gobert going to the line. Rudy has been active on the dunks. That pass that was thrown to Jay Crowder in the corner, it may have grazed Rudy Gobert's forehead. Rudy just, just needed a little shave, right? Didn't Rudy just need a little shave? That's all. Rudy His this, eyebrow. Yeah, this. Just a little one. Rudy this year has dunked the ball 262 times, a career high. Previous high was 235. Splits the free throws. Last 10 games, been 55% at the line. 23-12, Jazz. Archie Dianarcano comes around the right side. Head fakes, twirls, tries to reverse layup. Blocked by Gobert. Grabbed back out of the air by Archie Dianarcano. Drives with the right hand. Out to Harrison, not much of a shooter. He penetrates, cut off by Gobert again. He tries to reverse layup, no good. Corver going for the rebound, taps it out of bounds. So someone's got to help rebound. Markkinen's going to pull Crowder out of the middle of the lane, and Rudy's going to be dealing with these ball handlers, so somebody else has got to help. Well, especially when, when there's a switch baseline like it was then, and Rudy had to go out and defend the perimeter. They don't have very many good shooters on the floor right now. Markinen driving, floating, missing, goes up in traffic, gets his own rebound. Kicks out. Archie Diarcano on top to it's Blakely again. Blakely's short with the dribble and it sneaks away from him. Crowder has it. Crowder going, attacks Markinen, underhand scoop, missed the layup. Gobert hustles down, grabs it in his foul. Don't you love Rudy? The hustle and the energy Absolutely, and the level man. he just plays at. And the floor. Just don't assume that that layup is going to be made. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. There are not many 7-1 guys who take, who are as obsessed with greatness as Rudy is or play nearly as hard as he is. Well, a lot of them would take that play off right. and, and not hustle down there. Donovan checks out with eight points, two rebounds and assists, three of three shooting. Free throw from Rudy's good. For the game, one of the most well-known reporters who I think very highly of before the game was talking with Quinn Snyder. Says, it's amazing what you're doing without a star. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what is Rudy then? Splits the free throws. He's well below average of the free throw line right now, but everything else is pretty awesome. Yeah. This goal was to get over 70%. Yeah. This one's in his probably bothering him a little bit. How will Neto into the game? Neto gets to the f- defensively, reaches in, and fouls. Ryan Arch 
Diarcano out of Villanova, 22 minutes a night now. He's kind of become the Matt Delvadova type player. Undrafted, found his niche, driving, dives into Neto, misses the shot. Ingles rebounds. What I'm seeing out of him, he dribbles a lot. Yep. Shoots 37% from three if you leave him open. Just takes him a while to get that shot off. Neto, back up top to Joe. Here's Derek Favors. Joe Ingles pick and roll we know so well. Joe working to the right hand this time, though. Favors has to grab it to the left, which is not the way he prefers. Catches from eight feet out, puts up the floater, and misses. Derek is much better if he can open up off the left hand of a Joe Ingles drive. Harrison penetrates. Brings it out, hands to Markkinen. He puts on the deck, puts his shoulder into Crowder. That's a foul on Jay. Markkinen's shot's no good. Lori Markkinen from a basketball family out of Helsinki, Finland. And all indications are he is going to be a super player. You know, you sometimes you get a little nervous with all these different, you know, he's going to be, not everyone turns out to be a star. Sometimes players just turn out to be really good. But Markkinen, second-year player, averaging 19 a game. John Collins, we saw the other night, averaging 19.5. And Donovan at 24 are the three biggest scorers in their second year. Now, I know Borland made the comments. Um, I mean, not, uh, the writer made the comments about, so I think all these players are stars. That's, yeah. But fair. how do you separate the, the, the superstar from stars? Corver kicks out to Crowder. Second three of the night is up and in for Jay Crowder. Ron Boone knows what he's talking about. 27-14 Utah. Lead by 13. Here's Markkinen. Mom and dad were both Finnish national basketball players. Archie Yacono drives, misses. Corver taps it, picked up by Neto. Outlet to Crowder. Leaves behind for Ingles. Ingles tries to drive the baseline. Can't. So he brings it back to a left-hand dribble off Favors. Top to Crowder. High-low pass with Markkinen on the top shoulder. Is well thrown by Crowder. And so Markkinen has to foul Favors. And that's his second foul. Just going over some of my old notes from the last time we played this team. And, and not a lot has changed. I mean... No, Dunn's not in the ball game, but you know they want the opportunity. They wanted to go underneath him. Backs up the point that you made that he can't shoot. Jazz rotate it beautifully. Corver for a corner three from a netto give, no good. And the rebound comes down to the Bulls. Timothy Luau Carabo in the ball game. He used to be with Philadelphia. Might remember him in the summer league. Pass down low to Felicio. He catches and lays it up and in. He's had some monster days. Brazilian knows how well. 27-16 Jazz. Corver, top of the key three, line drive off the handle. Kyle's not been shooting it great. Over the last five games, he's at 37%, which is just a little lower for him, 39% overall. A lot of players would take that 37%. Yeah, and I think there might be a case as the turnover here by the... If you really look at Kyle's progression, he is 37 years old, and his numbers got inflated a little bit the last few years by playing with LeBron. And so if you look at his natural progression, he probably is a 37 or 38% three-point shooter at this point. Joe Ingles pops out left side, high arcing three, good. Joe puts a little twist on it afterwards, and the Jazz are up 30 to 16 with 29 seconds left here in the first quarter. Joe Ingles, who has been really hot in the series, excuse me, on the road trip, hits his first three. Archie Diacono drives the lane, sees Favors, rotates it out. Left side, quick jumper, rattles out, no good. Rebound, Felicio, offensive rebound, back up and in. 
Wayne Selden with the miss. Felicio with the offensive rebound back up and in. 10 seconds left in the quarter. I'd expect an Ingles favors pick and roll here, but it's to the right, so they give to Neto. Pull it to down low to favors or catches and lays it up and in. Wow, that is a neat play. Quinn Snyder walked up to Joe and called it. It's a pick and roll, and we talked about earlier, Joe wants to run to his left hand. This time he ran to his right, spun it immediately to Neto, who bulleted it to the rolling favors. Favors rolled exactly as he would have off the pick and roll anyway, but he had to and therefore was there to catch the layup at the rim. And the beautiful touch pass, the ball was not in his hands. Well, very long. Derek had 15 points, 15 rebounds in his homecoming to Atlanta for number 15. Completes the free throw, the Jazz lead at 33 to 18. Here comes Selden, two seconds, one second, right hand runner, no good. So the Jazz lead by 15 at the end of one here in Chicago on the Jazz Radio Network. inside for a seven-foot push shot. He misses it. Rebound goes out of bounds after Favors knocks it out of bounds. Favor Chandler Hutchinson, first-round pick out of Boise, was announced to be done for the year today. Also without Zach Levine tonight. Also as Wayne Selden drives the right left side and draws an offensive foul taken by Jay Crowder. By the way, that rebound a moment ago was the 1,000th, 100th of defensive rebound of Joe Ingles' career. What a career that was almost not. I know, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder how many others there are. 39-20 Utah. Neto trying to find Corver on a curl, loses it, but then turnover. But Corver picks it up and finds Jay Crowder. For the layup, the Bulls went the other way with it. Corver knocked it away from behind, then on his knees, chested a pass ahead to Jay Crowder for the layup. Jazz by 21. Selden driving to the basket, packed it. Wow! Favors was up there with him, and he's got up a little bit higher. Corver left side, guarded by Luau. Caribou is a pretty good defensive player. At least that was the book on him out of France. Rolling to the basket, his favorites. Rotates the corner to Ingle, or excuse me, to Corver. He anticipates the pass to Neto, but so does the defense. It's a turnover. 41-22. Ryan, Archie, whatever you want to call him, driving, kicks to Selden. Same baseline drive. Favors says not this time, so he fades back with a jumper and misses. Rebound comes down to Crowder. Jay, who's been playing a larger ball handling role, as Quinn Snyder talked about the coaches show, gives to Corver, who finds a rolling Derek favors to the rack, and Derek goes up for a big time jam. Favors coming off a 15.15 rebound game has nine points here early. That was a powerful rumble to the rim by Derek Favors. 43-22 Utah on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. Malone squares away, raised for 15. That's good. Mailman with 40. One bounce dribble, fake the shot. Mike Brown from the mailman. He runs, he shoots, he dunks, he passes. Mailman is delivered. He's doing it all. So the question here is not how big a Jazz will win, but how many points will Malone make? He has 50. Eric over to the right corner to Griff. Darrell across the alley, run up the left hook. Rebound above Malone. There it is. Knocked away, stole the 
Jones for the mailman. 40 years of Utah Jazz basketball, remembering Carl Malone's 61-point game. Against Milwaukee? Yep. A few nights after being snubbed for the All-Star game. Corver on great ball movement. Open for three, missed it. Kyle's one for four tonight from three. Snubbed as a starter. Is that what it was? Yeah, one game. for yeah. three. Actually, Kyle had one of those as a two. Archie drives, misses, favors with a rebound. Jazz lead it here, 43-24. Neto accelerates to the front court, crosses over, big steps to the rack, lays it up and in. Howell Neto. Play call from the Bulls is salute. See what this Jim Boylan goes out. See what salute is. Shorthanded Bulls without Zach Levine, without Wendell Carter, without Chandler Hutchinson, without Dar- Denzel Valentine. Archie swings that top to Selden. He drives the lane, stops. A little left hand shot, no good. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. Neto, Ingles, Corver, Cephalosha in favors. Neto, left-hand drive, chested up top to Ingles for an angle left three. That's good. Joe Ingles firing that above the break three is two for four tonight and is eight for, or has eight points and five rebounds. Joe averaging 16 points, six assists, and shooting nearly 60% on threes on this trip. Archie comes off the Felicio pick in the lane, jump stops, cut off by Favors, flares it back out to Selden. Selden underhand scoop to Felicio at 22 feet. That's not his game, so he'll rumble into the lane with a hook shot. No good. Rebound to Cephalosha. Jazz lead it 48-24. They've doubled up the Bulls here with 7.30 left in the second quarter. Neto, right-hand drive to the window. Draws the contact and the foul. Get two free throws. Hard hit to the ground to Howell Neto. I didn't know this, but Neto must wear contacts. So Neil back up top to Neto. Rotates to Cephalosha. Fakes the dribble handoff to Mitchell. Kicks it back out to Neto. Ropates to Donovan. Donovan penetrates. No look to Rudy Gobert who packs it. With a little extra flair from Donovan. Utah, 52, Bulls 24. Well, you get the defense scrambling with that type of ball moving. You're going to get something good. Marketing bricks a three. Rebound comes to O'Neal. This Ahead is to- not a very good shooting team. No, maybe that's why they're 30th in the league at taking threes. 9-0 run by the Jazz here. Neto's behind the three-point line. Fires it up. Nothing but Neto. 55-24. Howell's got 10 points. I think they got the coach's message today. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. And they're seeing very little resistance. 11 points is Neto's season high. Well, he's got 10 of them. He checks out. Ricky Rubio had a good first quarter. With six and points. Jazz have struggled against some point guards. Mike Conley, Drew Holiday, and, and why did Trey get Young. Tonight they did well. Because they went underneath the screen. Yeah, why are they Jazz going are ready for that? Nobody goes under the screens anymore. Except for Chicago seems to. Milwaukee does a little bit right now. Chris Dunn, mid-range jumper, no good. Rebound comes down to go. It's so interesting how some guys just don't look comfortable shooting. Chris Dunn is an interesting draft case. Donovan, high pick and roll, working it up top to Rubio. Ricky palms it over the top of his head. Does his usual ball pick, now puts it on the deck. Drives, is fouled off the window, but it was late. The reason I say Chris Dunn, Ron, is an interesting draft story. Because one of the things that's kind of well known in the draft world is drafting four-year players in the top 10, top 15 usually doesn't work. That when the guys, if they... Prosper at 22 and 21 against 18 and 19 year old kids. 
it's it's a bad indicator of what they're going to do in the pros if you're if you're not dominating 18 at 18 and 19 at college then that's a, it's a real worrisome sign Minnesota ignored it and Chris Dunn falls under it Wesley Matthews falls under it frankly Epe Udo when he was a top 10 pick falls under that as well Wesley Johnson excuse me yep. time out on the floor we'll come back talk more about that and other things as the Jazz lead by 30 with 6.07 left in the second quarter. The final stop of the Utah Jazz road trip is in Chicago. They look to bounce back from a loss in Atlanta and get back on the winning track. And they're up 30, now 31, with 6.07 left in the second quarter as Neto's two became a three. Interesting goings on in the NBA tonight. As Cephalosha drives with the right hand, takes a runner off the window, no good. Gobert goes up to jam it, and he's fouled, as he does, on the rebound. So the Boston Celtics, Ron, were ahead of the Charlotte Hornets, seemingly with no problem late, with 8.21 left in the fourth quarter tonight in Charlotte, when the Charlotte Hornets went on a 30-5 run to close the game and beat the Celtics. 124-117. Gobert misses the first free throw. The from there after the game Kyrie Irving was asked about it the defense on Kemba which was his assignment I'm assuming we should have probably trapped Kemba a little bit more every other team does in the league he torches us every time it's no surprise so what's going on in Boston well I don't know but Kyrie's printing a ticket to some other city with comments like that. Market and drives to the basket. Gobert swats it directly down. Picked up by Mitchell. Fast break. Rubio baseline drive. Squirrels around to Rudy who finishes it off with a layup. A block on one end and a finish for Rudy on the other. Rudy's got nine. Third assist for Rubio. Jazz 58. Bulls 24. Chris Dunn who's 0 for 4 shooting tonight. Mid block left to Robin Lopez. Lopez bumping, backing, trying to Bogart Gobert into that hook shot. Missed it. One for five for Lopez. Rubio, quick off a drag with Gobert. They swing it the other way because they go under. So he rises and fires and hits. Ron, explain that to our fans. Lee, what you do when someone goes under a pick. Well, you, it's the rescreen. I mean, you just simple as that. I mean, you... This is a 17-0 run by the Jazz that now just got ended. On a little flip shot by Chris Dunn and a mocking crowd cheers. Jazz went on a 17-0 run there to go up 60-24. to If they continue to go under here like they're doing, Rubio is getting such good looks at the mid-range spot. And, and you see right now the Jazz at 7 for 13 from the three-point line. So they're getting those shots there as well. And when you're going under, you have no resistance to passing. And the Jazz have been spinning the ball all over the place. Well, it, and you go under. So what, what usually happens like that time, Rubio went under. I mean, he went, done went under on Rubio. And Rubio just got the rescreen from Rudy. And he still gets a, a better shot on the opposite side. Sixty-one twenty-six as Donovan hits the first free throw. And the second. Donovan gave a check to the daughter of his fourth grade teacher in Atlanta for $25,000 after the game in Atlanta to pay for her college education. Part of Spida Cares, Foot Locker, and Adidas. Here's Blakeney. Left block, Lopez. 
Trying to drive Gobert into the restricted area. He's able to do it. Flips it up and in. You get off balance at all, and that beast is working you all the way down. Maybe you just, that shot is just unbroken. Rubio's driving behind the back to the window. Layup good. I thought you told me Dunn was a better, it was good defensive player. Well, you know, there's a thing in this league when you can't shoot, they say you're a good defensive player. Dunn driving, foul by Gobert. 19-4 to run now by Utah. I totally believe that, Ron. There's this fun, 21-4, to excuse me. There's a funny thing in this league that if you can't shoot, Particularly if you look athletic. Yes. Okay. Then they decide, they announce that you're a good defensive player because there must be some reason you're in the league. It's worth always checking closely that those players actually are a good defensive player would be my suggestion. So he was the fifth player picked in the draft in 2016. Had a fabulous senior year. I keep saying Villanova, but now I'm beginning to think it was Providence. Done? Yeah was Providence. Providence. Yes. I said Villanova earlier. I got him mixed up with Archie. 64-30. But he was a four-year college player, Ron. And early draft pick four-year college players very rarely pan out anymore. Or their success rate is much lower than a one- or two-year player. Donovan, nifty move. Goes back to his left hand. Underhand scoop at the rim. Didn't have the angle and comes up short. Here comes Dunn the other way. Done driving at Rubio. Big steps. Blocked by Gobert. Crowder picks it up. Leaves it out for Ingles. Gives to Donovan. Oh, no! Don't do that, Donovan! That's not fair! A right hand cock and hammer! And I think Chicago's really appreciating what they're seeing here today. 66-30. Donovan Mitchell, that wasn't nice. Gobert with the block. Crowder left it out for Ingles. And here came Donovan. Just about missed it, by the way. It rattled a little bit on him. Yeah, sometimes he just barely gets there. Marketing. A little floater from the elbow. No good. Rebound Donovan. Here come the Jazz again. Donovan with his bright orange shoes. Gives to Ingles. Resets Don. Don's got 12 points, a right-hand dribble, attacking Lopez, kicks to the corner, Rubio for three, no. Rebound, Gobert amongst two guys, throws a pass that goes between the legs of Crowder, picked up by Ingles right on the nose of the bull. Joe with a left-hand dribble into a three, no good, and the rebound down to the bull. 66-30, Harrison, pull-up jumper on the right side, goes... 14. Problem was it was an 11-footer. Rebound comes down to Ingles. Lob to Gobert at the rim. Slam dunk plus a hapless foul. Quinn Snyder yells to the guys, finish the quarter. I mean, at some point it's so easy it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. It, it's... I mean, you, you shorthand it. I mean, they got some really key players out. Jazz by 38 as Gobert misses the free throw. He's 3 of 7. That would be the only blemish on tonight's performance. Dunn goes into the post to Lopez. Rudy reaches over the top. That's going to be Rudy's second foul. The Bulls have taken five three-pointers tonight. The Jazz have taken 16. The Bulls take the fewest of anyone under Jim Boyland, and the Jazz allow the fewest. The Bulls are also 0 for 5. Can't imagine the last time the Jazz played a game where the opponent did not hit a three in the first half. 
It's pretty much a regular shot at this point, isn't it? Well, it should be. So the idea that a team doesn't get a three against you in a half, right now they don't have one. Free throw from Lopez, no good. 68-30 Jazz. Has to be one of the largest halftime leads in franchise history also. Gobert trying to get to the rim. Slips out of his hands. Blakeney comes the other way for a pull-up jumper. It's good. Blakeney's 4 of 5, the LSU Tiger. Jazz 68, Bulls 32. 36-point halftime. And Rubio throws a one-hand skip pass that gets away from him and tipped out of bounds. Quinn Snyder keeps yelling to the guy, stay sharp, stay sharp. We have a very funny stay sharp story I might have to tell if we have blowout material tonight. Inbound to Crowder, right corner three, swirls out. Rebound comes down to the Bolts. Blakeney. High pick and roll with Lopez. Gets cut off as Donovan went under it. Chris Dunn on the left side. Dunn. Top to Lopez. He puts it on the deck. Into the paint. Wiggles with a nifty move and scores. It is old school Robin Lopez, but he's three of seven for six points. His baskets are humiliating, though, because he's like bogarted you all the way to the rim and you feel diminished by it, but they're not really beating you at all. Joe rolls, floats, no good. Gobert jams. Rudy Gobert has 13 points and eight rebounds here in the first half of this game. Check it. I was a little early. No, yeah, that's right. 13 and nine. Harrison. Snake dribble. He was in, started the year as the starting point guard for the Phoenix Suns, which was out of default. Left block, Lopez works it inside and scores. Donovan Mitchell on a switch. 70 to 36 with 44 seconds left in the half. Jazz have 37 points in this quarter. Rubio trying to lob it into Donovan. It wasn't looking. And Rubio a little upset with that. Donovan, Donovan had a layup. <laughs> gives him a little swipe. Quinn Snyder wasn't pleased either. I don't know about what about. Or which. Done. Inside to Lopez. He's just going to work. Yes. Gobert blocks the running hook. Ron Boone can go much. home now. <laughs> 70 to 36. Seven on the shot clock. 19 in the quarter. Lopez for three, no. Done. Kicks it back out to Blakeney. They're going to play for the final shot. They're going to clear out for Blakeney on Ingles. Drives the right hand. Steps back. Fires the three over Joe. No good. Long rebound Crowder. Quarter comes to an Crowder shot the three, which you got to admire. From three-quarter court, it's no good. And the Jazz dominate and lead it 70-36 to 36 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. The final stop of the Utah Jazz road trip is in Chicago. They look to bounce back from a loss in Atlanta and get back on the winning track. And the first half was near perfection. They lead it 70 to 36 as Donovan drives and gets fouled. He'll go to the free throw line. 70 to 36 is the score. Ron, you know that website, Cleaning the Glass? They have a unique way of looking at the game and they they put your offensive rating up at halftime. 
and then they put it in the percentile of what it is to all games that have been played so far this year. Okay. So in the first half tonight, the Jazz offense is in the 99th percentile of all offensive halves. The Bulls offense is in the zero percentile of all halves. Well, you look at look at this. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. The second largest deficit in Bulls history at halftime. Third largest advantage for the Jazz in franchise history at the half. So it was quite something. And the Jazz are now doubling up the Bulls, 72-36, as Donovan makes both free throws. Bulls are without a lot of guys tonight. Wendell Carter, Zach Levine, as Laurie Markkinen, who's struggling tonight, drives the lane, misses, gets his own rebound, drives aggressively and favors fouls him from behind. Interesting score in the NBA. Atlanta has been up by eight or nine against the 76ers much of the night. Now Philadelphia firing back. Charlotte came from way behind to beat Boston tonight, 124-117. And Kyrie Irving had a comment after the game. We'll have people talking all week about how bad their defensive game plan was. And Dallas leads Golden State 54-30. In Golden State. Lori Markin makes both free throws. Dallas is not trying to win games. So that means. And Golden State keeps talking about how they want to be more focused as they come in their final stretch of games at Oracle. I guess the playoffs need to hurry and start for them. Uh, evidently. Here's Joe Ingles. Comes around to curl. Kicks to Rubio. Drives at Harrison. Reverse side layup too hard. And the rebound comes down to Lopez. Ricky's 5 of 9 tonight. Blakeney out of LSU. Usually plays about 20 minutes tonight. Gets about five shots. Taking advantage of it tonight. Marketing drives. Sees Gobert. Shoots it from seven feet out. Misses. Gets his own rebound and puts it up and in. Marketing who's struggling with his shot tonight. Showing good energy here earlier. He's two of 12 shooting. Now three of 13 after he made that last one. Well, that, that was a pretty easy rebound for him because Lopez did a great job of boxing Gobert out to the point where he forces him underneath the basket. Free throw's good. Jazz are led by Donovan's 14. Gobert's 13. Rubio has 10. Ingles 8 and favors 9. Those are your Zions Bank starters. Zions Bank, they haven't forgotten, he's kept in business. Ingles pops out left side. He's got a lot of airspace. Fires a 3 and misses. Funny thing in this league, though, is you get these open 3s, you think they should go in, but the league average on an open 3 is only 37%. A little bit because of who they leave open. It's not usually Joe Ingles. Markkinen driving in favors. Favors goes up with him. Markkinen lets him fly by, and Markkinen finishes. It's amazing that you say only 37, 38%. I guess as a team you expect more. No, because I, mean, I just think that's one heck of a percentage. It is a really high percentage, but I think as a fan when you're watching, Donovan driving, tries to lob it up to Gobert, goes over him. He picks it back up, goes, rolls to the basket, and puts a hook up in it. Rudy only shoots 43%. Did you say hook? A little bit of a running That was really nice for running. Rudy only shoots 43% inside five feet if you take out the dunks. So that's a nice basket for him right there. 74-43, Jazz by 31. Dunn on the left side, top to marketing. He has some airspace. He'll let it fly. It's too long. Gobert with a great screen out of Lopez, and Rubio grabs the rebound. Ricky to the front court. Derrick's in the right block. Derek catches, straightens up on Markin, second-year player, played at Arizona. Bodies into him, kicks out Ingles. Ball fake. Works off of Favors' pick. Derek rolls. Lopez cuts him off, so it's a five-foot floater, and up and in for Derek Favors. 
76-43 Utah. Win up more here in the early parts of the third quarter, egging the guys on them probably at any point all night. Marketing drives, brings the defenders to him, kicks out to Blakeney, left side, corner three, no good. Rebound comes to Gobert, long outlet, Ingles, big steps to the basket, scoop, miss, favors, follow, no. Great hustle by Derek. Marketing comes the other way, works inside, Lopez just removes Rudy from the play, and Marketing's able to roll all the way to the basket for a dunk. Yeah, nice job there by Lopez. Veteran player, just knows how to play the game, just kept Rudy from getting over there to defend that play. Rubio drives. And we have an offensive foul on Favors on the pick. Offensive 76-45, Jazz by 31. Just need a solid third quarter here just to make sure you don't lose focus. The Jazz largest win. Largest ever halftime lead happened April 2nd of 1997 when they led by 37. 39, excuse me. Turnover, here comes Dunn. Donovan's back. Alley-oop, too high for Blakeney, can't finish. Jazz will come back the other way. Ingles left side. Lopez picks him up. Rudy sprints the floor. He's got a small guy on him. He isn't posting, though. Joe's going to take Lopez instead. Joe goes between the legs, staring right at Lopez's feet, tries with the right hand, steps back, kicks out to Lopez, Rubio, and Rubio throws it away in traffic. Loose ball comes out to the corner, Ingles picks it up, heaves it to the basket, but can't get it to the basket. See what they call here. They've been clearly trying to get marketing going after his first half in which he was two of 10. He's now five of six here in the half. Pop out to Markinen for three, got it. He has scored 12 straight, Quinn calls timeout. Jim Boylan stops the guys to huddle him up out on the floor. 12-4 run by the Bulls. 76-48 Utah on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Marking and drives to the basket. Gobert swats it directly down. Picked up by Mitchell. Fast break. Rubio baseline drive. Squirrels around to Rudy who finishes it off with a layup. A block on one end and a finish for Rudy on the other. That is your WCF Insurance Player Spotlight. WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. Rudy Gobert, 15 points and 11 rebounds. Lori Markkinen's got 12 points for the Bulls in the quarter, and they're on a 12-4 run. He scored all 12 of their points. He's got 18 points, 10 rebounds. 20th double-double of the year. Rudy driving on a left-hand curl to the basket and a dunk for Gobert. Don't you just love that play? They're running that more. Getting one a night for sure. They're running that play more and more, and someone's going to be ready for it in the playoffs, but right now no one is. Blakeney driving, missing. Gobert battling for Lopez, and rebound tapped out. Donovan has it. Yells something as he comes across half court. Now slows down the right-hand dribble. Finds Crowder. Rubio's on the bench. O'Neal in the ballgame. Back up top to Donovan. Donovan comes off the Gobert pick to a left elbow jumper. Rattles it in. Oh, excuse me. Rubio's in the game. The substitution earlier today was they brought in Royce O'Neal with Kyle Korver. They changed it a little bit here this time. My fault. 6.50 left 
In the third quarter, it's the Jazz 80 and the Bulls 48. Harrison driving into the lane, fades back with a left-hand shot up and in. Shaquille Harrison trying to make a name for himself. Make his way onto an NBA team next year. Started the year in Phoenix. It's a great opportunity to get on a team like the Bulls right now. Crowder, three, switch. Gobert with another screen assist. Rudy has set great screens tonight. He's really gotten good, Ron, when he, they go under. He's changing the angle of the screen so they can't get back to the shooter. Harrison drives. Bounces out to Markin, and he's got 12 in the quarter. He misses this three. Donovan with a right hand. Snatch rebound high above his head. Pushes ahead to Rubio. Rubio drive, body bumped by Markkinen, kicks to O'Neal in the corner, finds Crowder slicing to the window, misses the layup, rebound done. Gobert tried to commit a foul, they didn't call it, so it's a fast break the other way, and then Royce O'Neal commits the foul to stop the fast break. Jim Boylan's upset. I would kind of agree with him that I think that there's some continuation that probably could have just let that one go. 83 to 50. What? You just want to let it go? Well, no, I'm saying I think you probably, like, come on. Like, the pass went, the guy had a dunk. Like, I don't know. I hate that foul. It's smart, but I hate it. Lopez inside, steps from the right side of the block to the left side and finishes with an outstretched left hand. Lopez is 5 of 11, has 10 points. Rubio, underhand handoff to start the play with O'Neal. Gobert palms it with his right hand, hands off to Rubio. It's in the lane, lost by... Knocked away by Dunn, picked up by Crowder for the Jazz. They get back in their sequence. Crowder fires the three, it's no good, and the rebound comes to Dunn. 83-53. Jazz by 31 as Dunn gets in the lane, floats a right-hander up from five feet out. It goes three and is an air ball. Crowder on the front court. Crowder tripped by Dunn. Okay, I apologize, I misannounced that one. Officially, Dunn's last shot was a seven-footer that went five, not a five-footer that went three. 83-53, Jazz by 31. The Gonzaga Bulldogs have defeated the Baylor Bears, 83-71. At Vivint Smart Home, hope everybody's enjoyed those games. Donovan weaves in the lane, right hand floater too hard off the handle, long rebound out to Dunn. Excuse me, it's out to Harrison. Harrison to the front court for the Bulls. The Jazz leading 83-52. Harrison driving at Gobert. Lelly up is long because of Rudy. Rebound Donovan out to Crowder. Travels, they don't call it. Lobs it to Rudy, running the floor and dunks. Rudy just running the floor. And Jim Boylan pops out for another timeout. Utah 85, Bulls 52. Jazz had their third largest lead in franchise history at the half. And now are continuing to roll along. 85-52 here in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz led this game 70-36 at the half. They now lead 85-52. Rudy Gobert has six dunks tonight already. And they're hustle dunks, Ron. He's just taking advantage. He's out running everything the Bulls are doing. Rudy's got 19 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, and five blocks tonight. And twice tonight because of his running and, and getting a high percentage dunk, Jim Borland's called a timeout. Concerned with them not getting back. He's trying to teach his team how to be tough and to play defense. Here comes the Bulls. 
Left side, Markley scored 12 straight points to open the quarter. He's driving, trying to get over Gobert with a runner no good. And there's the impact to Rudy. Right side, Donovan. Donovan, cross-court skip pass. Korver drives, bounces it inside traffic, turnover. Markinen leading the break, swings it across to Harrison. Harrison trying to shake and bake his way into the lane, can't get any room, holds his pivot foot, kicks back to Markinen. Has Gobert straight away at 25 feet, tries to drive, double clutches, air balls. Rudy is awesome. Marketing's really good, and Rudy is just stymieing him on the last two plays. It's exactly, because he's up high enough to bother the shot. Rudy inside the paves. Jazz tried to lob it into him. and can't get it to him. It's knocked away. Donovan just didn't throw it high enough. Donovan's Rudy's six blocks is the high against the Bulls this year. The Bulls have a guy by the name of Jeff. Mancurton, who is the Bulls radio coordinator for their broadcast, and he pulls the most incredible stats out on Twitter. You can follow him at Jeff Gert, G-U-R-T. I gotta give him credit. I've used about six of his different things tonight. 85-52. Bulls have it, working around the outside. They take the fewest threes of any team in the league since Boylan's taken over, and they're one of 11 tonight. Harrison, trying to go one-on-one on Corver, fades back for an 18-footer, no good. Crowder taps the rebound to Donovan. In the first half of the game tonight, the Bulls were 0 for 7 from 3. I'm not sure the last time somebody went a half without a 3. Donovan rips a pass to the corner, O'Neal. He drives, kicks up top to Crowder, catch and shoot three short. Loose ball, rebound, Bulls. Jazz 85, Bulls 52. Harrison, chest it cross-court to Blakeney. He's taking advantage of this opportunity and firing a mid-range shot. Misses. Blakeney hit three of his first four. He's one of his last six. Donovan to the front court. Donovan had an incredible dunk in the first half. Works left to right with Felicio dropping. Lobs to Rudy. Seventh dunk of the night for Rudy Gobert. And a delay a game on Utah. 21 for Gobert. That's his seventh dunk of the night. I don't even know where to find... This guy's got these stats. I don't even know what Rudy's season-high dunks in a game is. I don't know how to find that. 87-52. It's impressive when a guy's got stats I don't know how to find. Archie, three, no good off the handle. Rebound, O'Neal. Jazz's largest win in franchise history is in play tonight. I thought you knew everything. Not true. Rudy's got eight points in the quarter. And the ball goes out of bounds on the left side. They rule it off the knee of Kyle Corver. So the Jazz largest lead win ever in franchise history is 48 points. They've done it twice. Should we go back to the 70s with one of those? Uh, looks like one is 1990 and the other is 2000 and something. And I don't have the, the sheet that was sent to me doesn't show me that. So I'll have to look That'd it up myself. That would be the year they won 26 games. They were not very really good that year. The Jazz won 26 games. And we had our largest victory ever in the year? The Absolutely. Year? Andre Kurlenka won four. No, that's not true. Wow, I thought you had something for me. I'll see if I can find it. Free throws are good. Jazz are in the penalty. 
87-54, left in the third. Crowder driving offensive foul. Jay came down the left side. And technical foul on the Jazz. On Jay Crowder. Yeah, he gets the, the offensive foul. He really extended his arms. I don't know. What was he upset about? Yeah, I mean, that was, there's never been a more obvious offensive foul. I guess he threw the pass back to the official with a little zest on it. Didn't seem to me. I don't know why he got a technical foul. Can't throw it back too hard, I guess, huh? Guy that strong, throw it back that soft. Doesn't seem like. Lots of times you can just put it on the floor and walk away. They'll call a tech then. Yeah. Give it to the nearest official. Selden out of Kansas. Drives with the right hand. has been in Memphis for a while. Came over in the Justin Holiday trade. Misses the runner. Rebound comes down. Neto had a great first half. He's one point short of his season high. Gives to Ingles off a of favors pick and roll. Derek holds his pivot foot. Takes the four footer and scores it. Jazz lead at 89-55. What just happened? Jay just ran away from the ball. He could have picked it up and thrown it to the official. He just he looked at it and ran away from it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and a foul up top on Corver. All right. I'll have to try to find this some other time. I, the sheet that was sent to us is useless, so... I can't, doesn't give me any connection to who the opponents were or anything of that nature. I'll try to see if I can figure it out myself here in a minute. 129 left here in the third quarter. Harrison draws the foul. It's 89-56 Utah if you're just tuning in. Jazz led 33-18 to at the end of one. I mean, it just started early and they got going. The Bulls led by two early when they led 2-0. Jazz led 4-2 and never relented. Jazz offensive rating in the first quarter was a 140, and the Bulls was a 77, and it has not changed. 89-57, Jazz. Neto gives to Ingles, comes off and favors pick to the left hand, kicks back to Neto. Feet set, ball rims out. Ingles back taps it out, Porter grabs it. Finds Crowder, Crowder's cross court to Ingles. Ingles surveys the scene, finds Neto slicing in, back out to Crowder. Top to Corver, three ball, no. Great ball movement, no dividend. 89-57. Left-hand drive. Blakely into the lane. Has to give it up. Just favors there, but finds Felicio to lay it up and in. And the Jazz is... Lead is 30. It was 34 at the half. Top to Crowder. Hands to Ingles. Double stagger right to left this time. Same pick and roll. Joe gets to the window. Banks it off the glass and in. Taking away favors on that roll, but then Joe just keeps going. I, I take it back. I'm not convinced they have a plan on these plays. The same, like, it's, it's, as though they're taking something away. It's definitely all field, and you can see Joe is the one that, that makes it happen. Neto on the left side. As the Jazz get it back, and that Indy 159 now Utah with 24 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock's at 10. Joe's going to get a pick from Favors. Chess instead to Corbin. Corver drives in the lane, throws it away. Favors actually able to get it back with two on the shot clock, throws it away. Puts his hand in the air, says, my bad. Yeah. He was convinced he was going to pass the whole time. Especially since Neto was to his left behind the three-point line all alone. A little bit like a quarterback who had one target. Yes. And it was Kyle Corver. 
91-59. Here's the Bulls' final play of the third quarter. Blakeney drives, goes by Favors, and lays it up and in. 1.6 seconds left. Blakeney taking advantage of the opportunity. Has 10 points. All right, 91-61. 24 or 36 minutes are in the book. The Jazz lead it by 30. We're going to play another 12 when we come back on the Jazz Radio Network. The final stop of the Utah Jazz road trip is in Chicago. They look to bounce back from a loss in Atlanta and get back on the winning track. And they've done so, so far. They lead it 91 to 61. Jazz offensive rating is a 120 and the Bulls is an 80. This is not a close game. Bulls actually outscored the Jazz in that quarter, 25 to 21. Jazz come out with Neto, Corver, Ingles, Crowder, and Favors. Archie to the lobs and up to Felicio, knocked away by Favors, picked up by Ingles. Joe on the near side with the right fingers, bandages they have been all season. He takes the dribble with the right hand, can't find Favors, so he swings to the top to Neto. Neto works off a Crowder pick. They're trying to make Crowder into more of a ball handler recently. He hands it off to Corver. Right hand curl for a jump shot, short. Favors has a hand on it, but he can't corral it, and Kyle Corver. One for six tonight, playing where he started. Played some in his career after leaving the Utah Jazz. Pablo Cephalosha started his career for Chicago. Three ball right side, no good. And Sampson getting another chance. Misses it, he played at LSU. 91-61, 11 minutes left here in the ballgame. Neto cross court to Crowder. Ball fakes a three. They contest it nicely, so he gives it back to... Favors comes back to get it behind the line. Fires the three and hits. They go under again. And it means the Jazz hit a three. And the Jazz have taken 27 threes to the Bulls 13. And the Jazz are 10 of 27. And the Bulls are 1 of 13. 94-61. Utah leads it by 33. Their largest margin of victory ever in franchise history. Probably out of the realm unless something crazy happens here. Sampson driving. Turns it over. Favors picks it up. Gives out to Crowder. Crowder leaves it behind for Corver. Drives the baseline. Reverse layup. Good for Kyle Corver. Jim Boylan off the bench with another quick and immediate timeout. Guys are all walking back. He'd like them to hustle back to the bench. Asking for high fives. Now he's going to huddle them up on the floor. Talk to them about this. He's coaching, Jim Boylan is. 96-61. Jazz by 35 on the Jazz Radio Network. What's happening in the association? It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The Boston Celtics. 115-108. Charlotte down seven. Kemba pull up three. Got it. Celtics have scored three points in the last seven minutes. Kemba Walker steps back in the corner away from Tatum. He doesn't tie it. He gives Charlotte the lead. Another calamitous series of minutes for the Celtics in a season full of them. They're down five. The Celtics with 14 seconds to go. Inbound to Morris. Got to go quick. Kyrie catches right side. Steps to his right. Pump fake. Creates some airspace, but he misses the three. Rebound belongs to the Hornets, and the Celtics have let another one get away. A 30-5 run. Going to close this thing out. That is Sean Grande, and that's your NBA Now tonight. Brought to you by the Ford Fan Zone. Jazz will be home for a little homestand. You can buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets to an upcoming game. 
Nachos, peanuts, hot dogs, oh, and popcorn all unlimited. As low as $33 for ticket, visit utahjazz.com, 325-299 by Ford Fans on all-you-can-eat ticket now. Jazz lead it, 96-63 here. Tabo Cephalosha in the game. Tabo was actually originally drafted. Or shall I actually say, Tabo's first team he ever played for was the Chicago Bulls. He was drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers and traded for Rodney Carney. Cash and a second round pick who later became Carrillo Fasenko. Two. By Philadelphia that then got traded to Utah. How's that? Chicago then traded him to Oklahoma City as Ingles comes off a pick and roll, bounces it out to the aforementioned Tabo who travels. Three years later, Chicago traded him to Oklahoma City. It was a vital piece of that team that went won the Western Conference Championship, went to the finals. The Bulls used that pick to select Taj Gibson, so that was a win-win trade for everybody. 96-63. Sampson played at LSU. Works it left side to Luau Carbo. Came over from Philadelphia. Puts it off the blade. The back of the glass and in. He was floated around as a possible jazz pick one year. I'm trying to remember who we ended up taking that year. 6-6. Six, six. Ingles driving. Ladles, no good. Favors tips it around on each side of the rim, but can't finish. Luau at six foot six comes to the front court. Chests it over to Selden. He likes to shoot and misses. Tabos knocks Favors away for the rebound. Favors like, hey, and Rubio will get credit for it. Ricky, who's got 10 points, four rebounds, three assists, gives to Joe. Joe working inside. Big Euro step, draws the foul, finishes for two. Joe Ingles with a chance for an and one. As Joe goes to the line. Royce O'Neal will check back in. Kyle Corver will check out. Tough night for Kyle. Two for eight. An and one for Joe Ingles. You don't mind a bad shooting night from Kyle nope. on nights like this. It's the big games. Well, I won't say big games, but the games that right. are close. It's Joe's. Incidentally, Kyle's about 38, 39% since he's joined the Jets. Yep, exactly. Joe's eighth and one of the season, by the way, if you're wondering. One short of his career high. And. Driving is Luau Carabo, draws the foul. Ah, this was an interesting number I was looking at earlier today. And I don't know what you're... Joe Ingles feels like he fouls a lot, right? I can't believe this to be true. It says that Joe has only committed 69 fouls this year. Well, Has Joe really committed less than a foul a game? Fouls for Joe Ingles, that's not true. Well, I got him for 167. That makes a lot more sense to me. I wonder yeah. how they're characterizing this. I must have misunderstood the way basketball reference counts their fouls. George Niang comes into the game. Epe Udo comes in. Eric Woodard wrote another great article, this time on Epe Udo. He did another great one. Eric's just doing amazing work at the Deseret News. I mean, amazing work. O'Neal on a curl, floats it up, misses. Epe tip, no. Rebound comes down to Ryan Archie Diakono, who weaves himself into the lane, kicks it out left side to Sampson. Eight minutes to play. Jazz 99, Bulls 66. Selden on the right wing. 
Terminates, throws it right at Ricky Rubio, taps it back to Selden accidentally. Gives to the corner, Sampson fires and hits. Sampson is a two-lane player. Playing for the Windy City Bulls for much of the year. 6-5. Rubio snakes underneath to the left side of the floor that he prefers, gets a shot off and hits it. And Jim Boylan wants a timeout. 7.32 left. 101-69. Jazz lead it on the Jazz Radio Network. Here, 101 to 69 is the score. Jazz been blowing out the Bulls the whole night long. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why I developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Jazz, Rudy Gobert's done for the night. Rudy had a solid one though. 21 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 blocks, 7 dunks tonight for Rudy. Each of those a $50 donation to the Utah Food Bank. Courtesy of Ford Ford, go further. Here's Tabo driving off a turnover, gets his shot blocked out of bounds. That's two steals Tabo has had in this ballgame just by anticipating and getting into the passing line. Bulls are still just 2 of 16 from 3. Sampson made one the other night. Well, you got Markman who's taken 6 of those. Well, they take the fewest under Jim Boylan. Without Zach Levine, they're certainly losing a lot of their offense. And without Otto Porter as well tonight. And without Wendell Carter Jr. Neto, and without Chandler Hutchinson. Neto tries to drive on Blakeney. He kicked it. Blakeney did. Markinen has 18. Interesting game going on between Philadelphia and Atlanta. Atlanta has led most of the night against Philadelphia. And they're into the late game stretch. Philadelphia's just taking the lead for the first time. Atlanta's trying to fight back. Driving and floating is Neto misses. Philadelphia on a six-game winning streak. Finally putting this thing together. Driving. Udo with a block. Selden picks it back up. 12 on the shot clock. Calls for Harrison to come get it. He tries the baseline. Udo comes, but he hands off to Felicio, lays it up and in. By the way, that second steal by Tavo Cephalosha was the 900th of his career, Ron. Okay. 101-71, Utah by 30. Neto takes a right-hand drive, swirls under the basket to the far side, kicks to Cephalosha, bypasses the three, drives and lays it up and in. Oh, I thought we were going to have a Tavo dunk. 103-71. Harrison with a lot of dribbling, a lot of driving, and an underhand scoop on the baseline for two. Udo hands it off as Naz Long getting ready to check in. Cephalos at the top. Hands it off to George Niang. Crosses the minivan over into the lane. Right-hand floater rattles around, comes out. Calls himself the mini. Ooh, a 30-point bell. Quinn was about to argue a call. And the official James Williams kind of smiles at him. Quinn kind of stops, but this still has his point. 
And Selden will go to the line with that 30-point bell. Let's find out the ring. The Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Miller, and Lexus of Linden. 30-point bell brought to you by, obviously, Lexus of Miller and Lexus of Linden. Inviting test drive luxurious Lexus automobile today. Trey Young with it out top. Gets a screen by Collins. It's J.J. Redick. And now he backs up and shoots the three and it's in. And Atlanta takes the lead. Trey Young has 30 points, 6 rebounds, and 11 assists tonight. Ron Boone smirks. He's his rookie of the year over Luka Doncic. He might be right. Well, I think he just had a better second half of the season so far. And, and, and Nas, Nas Long drives, misses Udo, finishes it up and in. And a lot of times it's the way you finish and not the way you start. Grayson Allen is not with us because I believe Grayson Allen went down to the Salt Lake Stars yesterday to make sure they won the game that would give them a chance to make the playoffs. They did exactly that. And now they wait tonight as the Santa Cruz Warriors play the Aqua Caliente Clippers. And if the Warriors can win it, the Stars will make the playoffs. Cephalosha at the top as the Jazz lead it. 105-73. Back cut Niang. Oh, the odyssey for a two-hand for a reverse scoop layup. 107-73. Epe Udo's on the floor. I was talking with Joe Ingles last night, Ron, at the hotel. And we were talking about Epe. And he blocks Felicio's shot. That's his third block already. The admiration these guys have for Epe as a person is one thing. The other one that Joe talked about is how hard Epe works to keep his body ready to play. And Joe said, you know, i got to be honest, I don't know that I could do that by myself. The way he does it by himself. And even the other day, I saw Epe before he went out shopping with Donovan. I said, what'd you do today? He said, well, I just finished getting my pool jumps in. O'Neal, three straight away, no good. So Epe had gone to the pool by himself and done a bunch of jumping and strengthening on his own. And that's kind of what Joe was talking about, that he's just that level of commitment and loneliness to those workouts. And it's, and it's hard to push yourself a little bit farther than what? Harrison driving, Udo with another block. I think that's four dunks. I mean, four blocks already in this ballgame. Well, I've got him for three in four minutes. Maybe they've only given him two, Ron. Traveling call. Nope, they give him three, Ron. Okay. In five minutes. One of the best defensive players in the world, you know. Well, he did say that. That was the first thing he commented he made to us when he when yep. he got here in the one-on-one interview. He's one of the better dudes. We Mentioned earlier, Eric Woodard of Desert News wrote a nice piece on Epe and his role in this team. Quinn will openly say he is the leader of this team. Luau will write baseline jumpers up and in. 107-77. Never came to fruition, but I always wondered what the Jazz would do in the trade deadline if Epe's contract was going to be a valuable piece to move if they had to meet numbers. And ironically enough, I thought he'd probably be one of the harder guys for them to trade if they had to. Because there's just no way to equate what would happen to this and his value to the group if he were ever when he leaves. Like a six-round pick, six-player pick, yeah. rather, and 2010 with the Golden State Warriors. 33 minutes left. Jazz lead at 109-77. Cephalosha with a nice steal. Epe brings to the front court. Hands to Long. Long just had a layup a moment ago. His third field goal of the NBA season. Udo in the post. Guarded by Selden. Tooks the left shoulder and it bumps. Works. Hook shot to the middle. Missed it. Udo played at Michigan. Then went to Baylor. Jim Boylan wants another timeout. 
109.77, we'll get to keep it here. You heard in our NBA now, the Celtics collapsed tonight. The Celtics, the a 30 to five run to close the game by the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Let's go check in about the end of the Philadelphia-Atlanta game. Tied at 127, 3.5 to go. Atlanta inbounding, Herter searching, looking, goes into Trey Young, three seconds. Young on a drive, floater from 15, got it! And Atlanta's gonna win the game! Trey Young, a game winner against Philadelphia. 32 points, six rebounds, and 11 assists. And rookie, oh, I didn't mean to say Trey Young is real. They're real. Torian Prince had 23 tonight. So Atlanta beats Philadelphia 129-127. So they have 26 wins now. And it's just too bad they didn't get started earlier. Dallas leads Golden State tonight 90-60. Steph Curry did not play tonight. And that is in... That is in Oakland. Dirk Nowitzki has 16 points in 19 minutes. Luka Doncic has 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists, and 3 steals. Maybe he's rookie of the year. So the Jazz win tonight. Does that move them to 6? I think so. Or do they stay at 7? No, I think we get to 6. Sampson misses. Rebound to Cephalosa. I think the Spurs will be. Oh, we might stay at seven. You're right. No, I think we get to six. We have to get to six because we have the, the tiebreaker with the Clippers. With the Clippers. O'Neal, great win by the Thunder the other night. They go. To, they're at 43 and 30. They needed that one desperately. Clippers have won nine of ten. They're 43 and 30, and the Jazz will be 43 and 30. San Antonio will be game behind. Naslong played at Iowa State, bounces it off the leg of Felicio out of bounds with 158 left. So what games happen coming up here that matter? Detroit is in Portland tonight. CJ McCollum's not back yet. The LA Clippers have a noon game against the Knicks on Monday. So like a 10 a.m. game our time. We've seen the Knicks. There's no chance you could lose to the Knicks. Mitra Long driving with the right hand. Stops, gets double teamed. Two on the shot clock. Skips a pass to the corner to O'Neal. His forces up a three misses. Rebounds tapped out. Selden has it for the Bulls with the Jazz up. Just 32. And Selden goes coast to coast for a nifty dunk. He's had two of those tonight. 134 left. Jim Boylan still coaching this one for the final minutes. Clapping. Snap his hands. One calls. Harrison, one of the leaders in steals. Is up in on Naz Long. They've played each other in G League games together. Spurs are in Boston. They'll have a feisty Celtic group to deal with after that collapse. George Niang off the bounce three. Misses badly. Oklahoma City doesn't play for a few days. They'll play their next one in Memphis. And the Jazz will play their next one against Phoenix on Tuesday. With Jimmer Fredette, tickets available at utahjazz.com. Actually, that's, that's Monday, isn't it? 
That's Monday. Oklahoma City plays on Monday as well. Brooklyn will be in Portland on Monday. Brooklyn's still on the East Coast, on the West Coast? Holy smokes. Harrison, pull up jumper, no good with 44 seconds left and Nas long rebounds. This one was never close tonight. Utah just rolls. They lead it by 30 right now. Nas long penetrates. Throws up a tough pass to Udo. Epe kicks it back out to the left wing. They rotate to the corner. O'Neal for three is good. Royce's first three of the night. Jazz have just 11 tonight, but that's another $100 donation to the Huntsman Cancer Institute. Courtesy of Mountain America Credit Union, every three after the 10th, they give 100. The Bulls have two threes tonight. Pretty good question I asked Jim Boylan before the game, huh? Yeah, it was. Did you get the answer you wanted? Didn't answer it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm pointing making. Like, how are you last in the league in... How are you last in the league at uh, taking three-point shots? Unless it's a conscious effort. John Respert, one of the coaches on the Bulls' sideline. Wonder if he, I wonder if his timing with Quinn, no, I think Respert was later. Big Ten Player of the Year. We'll have a guest coming by here in just a second, and then we'll be joined by Tony and the crew. Christian Felicio and Rudy Gobert and Howell Neto chatting at midcourt. They have spent time together in Brazil when Rudy was traveling with Howell Neto. Felicio and Neto are very good friends. Felicio and Neto just decided to exchange jerseys. No way! That's the best! All right, we got George Niang coming on the program. He says he's got lots to say. What do you got to say? Oh, not much. I was just messing with you. All right. So I need a little help. If you're the minivan, right? Yeah. So, like, when you drive to the basket, is it an Odyssey? No, that's when I turn into a Tesla. Okay. The minivan's the three-point shooter. So oh, that's I was, cool. I was a Tesla tonight. All right. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. I was charged up all last night. Made sure my battery was charged up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you struggle in the cold? No, it's... I'm, I got ice in my veins, man. Oh, okay. I live for that. No, I'm used to the cold, man. All right. I'm um, used to that. What was this kind of shoot-around today? We were all on the bus, and then all of a sudden found out it was an optional shoot-around. Those are nice. Those are nice. Yeah. But Quinn, obviously, I think, had a message to you guys. What was he trying to get across to you guys today before um, the game? You know, I think the biggest thing for us is just continue to get better. Obviously, we were kind of bummed that we dropped one in Atlanta and focusing on getting better each day, you know, rather than looking ahead to the playoffs or what over 500 team we're playing next. So I think the biggest key for us is just focusing on us and getting better, and I think we did that today from start to finish. It makes you feel better. Atlanta just beat Philadelphia also. Oh, they're rolling. They're rolling. Good job. Yeah. Um, off When you guys take control of a game like that, what's it like to be for a team when you just said you've got them and, you know, you obviously you hit them hard early? Yeah, obviously uh, you, you don't want a team like this to have any confidence coming in. So really you want to knock them out early, and I think we did that. And when you do that, I wouldn't say you can kind of smooth roll through the rest of the game, but it takes the pressure off you coming to their home court and, and having a uh, – being a dogfight with them, and we definitely didn't want to do that after being in Atlanta. I, I was talking to Joe Ingles yesterday. He was telling me about Epe and how kind of awe he is of the work Epe puts in to be ready. 
You're in, what do you feel that you and Epe kind of do for this team, and, and what's the role you guys have when you don't necessarily know each night what how much time you're getting? Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is we're professionals, and you're paid to be a professional, and the professional thing to do is always be ready to do your job. Like someone wakes up and goes to their 9 to 5 every day, and they may not be a star, but we preach that you have to be a star in your role and, and do what you have to do to stay ready, and when your number's called, you have to be ready to perform, and I think... Epe has taken me under his wing and to really embrace that role and it's helped me for sure whether if it's condition or extra lifts or getting shots up he does a great job of uh, making life easy for me to just be professional thank you always enjoy having you around yeah, no both, problem. Of you, both of you <laughs> appreciate you. you that's George Niang he's sprinting over to say hi to a friend quickly had we known, we would have asked him one last question so he could have said hi to those, that family. Well, I know who he's saying hi to. Who is it? The young lady over there. No, I don't think so. It's a, it's a whole family of five. Oh, yeah, that is, isn't uh, it? Yeah, they just did a big selfie picture of five. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I actually think the woman you called a young lady would be really flattered you called her young. That's my guess. That would be my guess. All right, on that note, how are you, sir? Tony Parks, what's up? What's going on, man? I, like, was looking up stuff on Basketball Reference. I didn't need to do that. I had Basketball Reference in the studio. Oh, <laughs> very nice of you to say. What a, uh, what a great night to step in, dominate from the beginning to the end. Makes life good for you back there calling the game, right? Just got to keep calling the game. Try to stay focused. That was done really early. Uh, where did you, uh, since this one ended up being such a blowout, would you go to Valari? Uh, did you go to Ditka's? Where, uh, no, I actually you went had a day a new, off there. I went to a new place that uh, is, was overrated and not very good. Oh. It's called, I think, Pacific Standard Time or something like that. And it's a new kind of one of these inn restaurants, and they put one too many flavors on everything. Okay. Like the, like the, it was creative and interesting, but every course had too much like it would have been i don't know like that's my take on it <laughs> like i went to harry curry's does that count oh did yeah oh harry's yeah. is great harry's is fantastic yeah what what did you have at harry curry's i just had um onion rings and watching a little basketball in the afternoon just resting from all the walking Oh, yeah, because you had the wife in town and we're shopping. Walking. Oh, you, st- oh, you guys yeah. stay up by Magnificent shopping Mile then, walking, huh? Yeah, huh? Shopping is so exhausting. <sighs> My goodness. It actually is. Uh, if we stay at Magnificent Mile, it's it's trouble. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Chicago's a great city. It's, awesome. it's was, one of the greatest Rush cities. I love popping city. today. Yeah. Michigan Avenue is great. Uh-huh. Just right. places, so... The only problem is we stay too close. To, hopefully my wife, let's see, my wife's in Montana. My son doesn't listen. Okay. So we stay way too close to the North Face store here. Like, do you realize, like, from my standpoint, I live in a ski town and somehow can avoid all the ski shops all the time and not spend money. But our hotel, on one side is a Columbia, on another side is a Patagonia, and another store is a North Face, and it's cold here, so... <laughs> I end up with a brand new down jacket today because shoot around got canceled. I was not going to North Face and shoot around got canceled and I got off the bus and I was like, uh, I'm gonna, I said to Bowler, like, hey, uh, I'm going to go to North Face for a second. And I told Bowler, he is the worst friend that I have. He didn't stop like, you. Right. He knows better. Like, he's got to stop me on that. 
That yeah. is like a, that is like a that an addict saying he's going down to see the the hookup. Well, David, there are two days of snow next week in Salt Lake, so. Ron, you've you've got to draw a charge there, Ron. You've got to well, step right I in and take that. Otherwise, I would have reminded him that it's not on sale. See, yeah. It's not on sale. It was thirty oh, percent off. Then he's a typical. I'm not saying the, the, the yeah, word right. I'm looking for. Shopper. Yeah. Shopper. 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 Yep. It's on sale, so I got to buy it. When it I was saw thirty percent off, you know how much money I saved. <laughs> I saw the uh, text message that you guys were off on Friday and no shoot around Saturday, and I thought, oh my gosh. Wait, when did you it. get a message we had no shoot around? I get the text messages uh, from Jazz PR. Yeah. I know, but when did you get that we had no shoot around? Because we didn't know. Sitting on the bus. We were all sitting on the you bus. You were all we on no the bus? Tony, can you please forward those to the, the lock text and message that, Yeah, there was no shoot around. It was earlier this morning. So I just thought, oh, I thought you guys would have known uh, no, yesterday. You then. did not. I got a text message today that said there was film at 9.40, and we're leaving to go to the arena after that, and I went and sat on the bus. Let's see what text I got. Anyway, that, that's not going to matter. But I will tell you this. Uh, Ron, you've played in a lot of games where your team's expected probably to win, and you go out there, you're supposed to dominate. How hard is it to actually do that from that's beginning to end the way they did? the first quarter is so, so important. Well, the first half for the most part that – you go out and you focus and you play hard. You try to get them down 30 if you know you're supposed to, uh, a team you're supposed to win. I mean, you try to blow them off the floor. And it's awfully hard to get guy to, to get up the play. In other words, you go out there and you can't break a sweat until, the, you know, until the, you're really into the game because it's just hard to focus and, and stay focused on when you're playing a team like this. I mean, you got two of your stars out. Um, you just lost to Atlanta. You know, it just, I don't know. It, it's awfully hard to do. Well, they had two of their stars out, and Quinn's winning with no stars. So, Yeah, right. Well, it's all good. I heard that. Yeah, in case Boy, those, Quinn, you're doing a bang-up job. Those of you who just tuned in, David, mm-hmm. uh, you witnessed a reporter telling Quinn, you're doing amazing work with no stars. Dude. Quinn, by the way, just in fairness, said, we got a guy who's pretty good on the defense. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just... I'm sorry. I don't know who it was who did it. But I love it. I love little, it. little basketball at the, at the Vivid Center. Oh, it's hot. It's hot here right now. Oh, it is. Basketball hot. Yep. Not weather hot, but it's uh, it's fun, man. That's for dang sure. Well, guys, uh, safe travels getting back here to Salt Lake City. Uh, the Utah Jazz, six out of their last seven. Not too bad in dominant fashion for a number of those. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing you for what should be a, a nice stretch of home games here. And as Britton said, some snow coming down there for you, David, as well uh, oh, here in Salt Lake. That's too bad. I hate to hear that. That's so <laughs> awful. The time of year where you gotta go take advantage of every day because before you realize that the ski season is over. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. David Locke, Ron Boone, doing a great job as always. Dominant victory for the Utah Jazz as they win 114 to 83 tonight. Over the Chicago Bulls, we'll have the postgame coverage for you coming up next. You're listening to the Utah uh, to Utah Jazz basketball on the Zone Sports Network.